Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Live community, whether you're listening across the country uh, on terrestrial radio on one of our syndicated stations or as a podcast around the world. Thank you so much for being here. Today, I'm bringing on Brian Falchuk, who was an absolute pleasure. Now, he has a very inspiring story, and he speaks so well. I know you're going to enjoy this. He went from being obese and depressed to running marathons. He faced nearly losing his wife to illness while their young son watched, and he's going to explain this in detail. He became vegan in just one day, and he got his master's from a top school and rose to a senior executive position in a successful business. And now he's the best-selling author of Do A Day. He's spoken at TEDx events and has done a number of other things that he's going to talk about within the show. And, and again, he has so much to take away. I talked about breaking the cycle of materialism, and that's just one of the things that I could have titled this show as, but I mean just a better quality of life, the way Brian speaks, the way he brings it to you, every minute of the show is amazing. I so much enjoy this interview, and I know you will too. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. You heard all about Brian in the introduction. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Brian. Hey, thanks for having me on, Drew. It's my pleasure. Now, we've got lots to talk about, but before we get into any real details on my end or questions, I want to give you a chance to resonate with our audience a bit and let them know how you got to where you are today. So it's it's actually interesting timing. This is the first interview I'm doing since I like my today is fully got to. I just quit my job like two weeks and one one day ago was my last day. So I'm 100% in this space now, which is, is what we're going to be talking about. I, I've been in the insurance space for like 20 years. I was a C-level executive and lots of success. And I had a great job. Through that time, some big things have happened to me that have shown me where my true passion is. Um, and obviously, that's what we'll get into more in a bit. But uh, I am currently uh, just focused on trying to help people live a better life every day. Um, I'm fully committed to that. So I do public speaking and coaching and um, I, I write. So I've got a book out and I've written a bunch of articles for different publications. And that's that's kind of my full time thing now is helping people look within, do a bit of introspection, understand themselves better and what drives them and uh, try to change their lives. That's Just little stuff, right? Yeah, little stuff makes all the difference. <laughs> yeah, but that's amazing. I ju we just had a past show of uh, an individual that actually was teaching people how to transition from a career they didn't love to something that they're more passionate about. Yeah, uh, we had Dorothy Keith on. She talked about moving careers as well. What were you doing? What did you just quit? 
um, I was head of claims for an insurance company. It, it like to normal humans that probably sounds boring, but I mean that's kind of what my <laughs> that's like what my career was leading to. And I have to say, I worked for an amazing company. My team was incredible. Um, I didn't leave a job I hated. Uh, and that's something I just wrote about that I think has been resonating for a lot of people is like, of course, when I get my dream job is when I find what I actually want to do. And I'm like, I need to leave. It never works out, right? That you're like in the worst thing you've ever been in and your path is so clear. And so you leave happily. Um, I think it probably had to happen that I was in this amazing place where, you know, everything had really fallen into place career wise. And, uh, that probably had like created enough positivity for me that I was able to see what I actually needed to be doing. Um, it's just a shame that, you know, it couldn't have come along when I despised my job and wanted <laughs> out anyway. So it just made for a tough call. Like I've been, I've been doing a lot of these interviews and, um, probably for the past six or so months, I've been talking a lot about how my two worlds butt heads a lot and there's going to be a reckoning at some point, but I just kept putting some point off and then can't just can't do that anymore after a little while. Right. That's, that's so interesting because I haven't heard that. And and it seems like it's such a cool world we live in now. You can, you know, of course you have to put in the time and effort, but yeah. you can follow your passion. You can yeah. do the things you want to do, but I've never heard anyone say I've left something I love <laughs> yeah. for something else. Well, that, I mean, that's the thing is I didn't, I didn't expect it to go that way. And it, on reflection, cause that, that's kind of my jam is like reflection and introspection, you know, discover why you're feeling what you're feeling and what can you take from that? Um, it just kind of hit me like, look, this couldn't have come when I was miserable. If I think back on my previous, the previous company I was at was, was pretty bad. Um, like the dynamics of it and it just wasn't a fit for me. Um, I got some great article fodder out of it, like writing about terrible bosses and bad culture and stuff. So there were some upsides to it, but it just kind of crushed my spirit, you know, on a daily basis. Um, and that can make it hard to see possibility and opportunity. Um, you can do it. It just takes a lot more effort. And then fast forward into this last job where it's like, a ton of work. I mean, it was an incredibly hard job. It's definitely the most intensive work I've ever done, but it was like, everything was amazing. You know, like you put in all this work, but the opportunity was huge. We were growing 20 to 30% a year in an industry that grows 1%, um, you know, and profitable. And like my team was awesome. So it's just like, you know, yeah, you're, you're kind of killing yourselves in a manner of speaking, um, work wise, but at least you love what you're doing. So I, I think it, it kind of took that um, that fertile growth area or, or a growing environment for me to say like, okay, now I understand where I really need to be. And now I understand what excites me. Um, and at least I'm coming from a place of stability and positivity. It's a lot easier to build from that than feeling crushed every day. Before we get into the show, I just want to mention complete truth protein. This is a plant based protein supplement that we've designed ourselves at Trueform. And the reason I designed it is because I felt like there was a need in the industry. Now, when I was traveling around the world and I had a, I literally had a tackle box full of supplements and products and vitamins that did a whole lot more damage than good. So when I started doing more personal training and fitness classes, people would ask me what types of supplements I'd recommend. And I always say, eat food. <laughs> so that's why I've designed Complete Truth Protein around food. It's made with quinoa and hemp seeds. And one of the main benefits that it offers is improved digestion. So many of us deal with digestion issues on a regular basis. It also gives you a natural boost of energy. So if you head over to trueformlife.com slash complete truth protein, we have tons of more details.
details, videos, recipes, and everything you need to get going in the right direction with a good quality protein supplement. Trueformlife.com slash Complete Truth Protein. You dealt with some, your own, some of your own struggles that I'd imagine help other people understand yeah. that they can change their lives. What, what were some of those struggles? Yeah. And so that's, I mean, that's kind of the idea of my book is, um, I share my story and some of the things that I've been through in the hopes that, you know, you, you like, I have a path out of it and hopefully that resonates and you can understand it and apply it to your life. But I always find messages like that work a lot better when I can put myself in the shoes of the person who's trying to teach it to me. And so I share a number of struggles that I've been through in the hopes that like, you know, if this story doesn't click for you, maybe this one will. And you know, I've got my own podcast and that's other people's stories. Like the book's me. The podcast is uh, at this point 27 episodes. So it's all other people and what they've been through to try to help listeners, help readers, you know, whatever, find something that clicks. It's like, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Now, where do I go from here? And for me, it's, it's primarily a backstory of anxiety. Um, that was the underlying issue. And from there I became really obese. Um, so as a a little kid, I was a hundred pounds overweight. I, I used to say like, I spent the first half of my life obese and the second half trying not to be, which is just like, what a terrible way to describe your life. Okay. Like, Hi, I'm Brian. I try not to be fat. <laughs> that's my career. Um, and that's not, that's not where I'm at today. But certainly, um, yeah, my parents got divorced when I was five years old. And that really threw me for a loop. And I wasn't, I wasn't aware of it at the time. Like, I was aware of the divorce. I wasn't aware of the impact on me emotionally. Because little kids just, you know, like, I, I wasn't going to be that in touch with what was going on inside of me. But little kids have a need to feel safe and secure and like everything will be all right. And I didn't feel that. And, um, you know, my parents had their own stuff going on and I was one of four kids. So like, you know, they were full on with with the other three as well. Um, so my needs, my emotions, which I couldn't even really explain myself, like there was no one there to just stop and make me feel secure. And so I turned to food. And I put on a lot of weight really fast and I just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and I, I was really lucky to meet a guy in high school, ran our PE program, which I took PE to get out of sports. Cause that was like, that was the excuse sport that lets you out of the real sports, <laughs> but he's not having it. Um, he's just an incredible person, unbelievably positive, And he introduced me into a different relationship with exercise that it wasn't about why are you so lazy? Why are you so slow? It was like, what do you enjoy? You know, what can we build that you actually would want to do instead of feeling punished or uncomfortable? And just that approach opened things up for me. Um, and I was able to lose the weight. So I lost the hundred pounds coming out of high school and, um, you know, that worked really well. The problem is I didn't deal with any of the reasons why I was fat. It had nothing to do with eating too much and moving too little. Those were symptoms. So sure enough, like a lot of people, I started putting the weight back on and uh, I got to about 50 pounds overweight. 2011, I was a father of a two-year-old and a husband of a woman who suddenly became incredibly sick to the point that her doctors gave up on her. She was bedridden, um, wasn't expected to make it through the summer. And it was uh, a call with her doctor when he was basically like, yeah, I'm going on vacation. Let's check in when I'm back. And I'm like, if you do the math, she weighs 100 pounds. She's losing two pounds a day. She won't be here when you're back. And he just goes, all right, we'll take her to the ER if you need to. And he hung up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's not our doctor anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Thanks. We'll find and, someone and who I cares. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Um, and I should spoil the story. Like she is still alive. Sometimes I, I don't remember to say that. Um, so then like people are, you know, kind of left hanging. She's, uh, she's still here. Um, how's she doing? But you know that she's, she's better. She's still, she's a chronic illness. It will be something that she manages for, you know, for the rest of her life, but she has a rest of her life. It's no longer threatening to kill her. And we live an incredibly different life than we used to. And in a lot of ways we wouldn't have done that if not for this illness. So, you know, I'm not trying to be cheesy or anything, but like the, the whole silver linings idea, like that's pretty true that process arrested my weight gain at 50 pounds and allowed me to come back from that. If, if that didn't happen, I'm sure I would weigh more than I had when I was at my highest. Um, our son would have two really unhealthy parents or just one because his mother was going to die. And he, the father that he had was, I mean, I wasn't a bad father, but I certainly was no role model. So what was the change or, or how did you well, get from where you were to that call from that doctor was, that was my catalyst that, kicked me in the face and I walked into our bedroom and our son was there looking at his mother in bed. And when he turned and looked at me, it was like, that was it. That was the light switch. Something hit me really profoundly about how I was living. And I, I went to bed and this was at the later part of the day. Um, woke up the next morning and, uh, I'm, I'm an early riser. I get up early in a workout and, um, I just hadn't been doing it meaningfully because obviously I was still gaining weight. But in that morning, I was like, I still feel different. This is, this is not something I've felt before. And I got two choices. I can either like feel different and let it fizzle out, or I can pause and try to understand why I feel different and what I can do with it. And it's, you know, it's like a life, a life, a lifeline. And that's what I chose to do. And so I just dove into what is this feeling and why? And it was this really profound sense of purpose or why or motivation, whatever words you want to use. But I suddenly had a reason and I'd never had that before. And it was, you know, big piece of it was when my son's eyes and mine locked, it was like, this little boy needs you. And by the way, that's exactly where you were at and no one was there for you. And look what happened. And, you know, you just had your parents divorcing at that point, like I was pretty sure my wife wasn't going to make it. So it's like, he's going to lose his mom. You think divorce is impactful? Like, I love that boy more than anything. I just want him to be happy. And if he loses his mother and is left with a father who's the way that I was, that like, that's the worst thing I could imagine for him. Just want to take a minute to mention Complete Truth Protein again. This is a protein supplement that we designed at True Form. We believe in food. We believe food heals, cures, and prevents. That's why this product is much different than your conventional types of products. Unfortunately, packed with chemicals, preservatives, toxins that our body doesn't know how to utilize, digest, and absorb. So that's why Complete Truth Protein can help improve your digestion and will offer a natural boost of energy. You can find more details at trueformlife.com slash Complete Truth Protein. So what could, if that could translate, translate to someone else, like it seems like yeah. we have to find some kind of moment. How could some of our listeners be like, you need to make a change in your life and today's that day. So the, the thing that I really focus on, and there's a whole chapter in the book on this, but it boils down to a set of questions that force you to get introspective and to look at what really matters to you. So the one question that kind of boils it all down is what will you always care about no matter what? And, you know, there's, there's other questions that can lead you into how to answer that, but that's kind of the, the big question. And it's usually pretty easy for people to answer it, but it's, next to impossible for them to answer it correctly the first time. Even people are like, oh yeah, I've thought about this a lot. It's X. 
And there's always another layer beneath that. And that includes for me, like I had this whole moment where I was so clear on like, look, it's about my role as a father and how much I love my son and the life I want him to have. And six years later on a podcast, the host was like, you know, one of the things you say is it has to be deep within you. And as much as, you know, your role as a father and your love for your son is within you, it's not. He's out external. So you're still not at that deep level. And he was absolutely right. So there's, you know, what what matters to you most, no matter what else is going on, you have to ask yourself why you chose that answer. And what you're looking for is something that fits four different characteristics in, in my eyes. The first is it's got to be profound. So it's, you know, it, it has to be something that like could bring you to your knees, could bring you to tears. It's it's that really big thing. Like so, I I talked about this whole story in a TED talk and on stage, you know, I've talked about this like hundreds of times. I was almost in tears doing the TED talk because it's that big for me. Um, you're looking for that level of, you know, stop you dead in your tracks and remind you like, this is all that matters. You need something deep within you. And that, that's what that guy challenged me on is it's gotta be about you and your values and, you know, something at your core, not something external because external things, you can't control them. You're interpreting them instead of living them, and they're not always with you. So it's, it's got to be something in you. Um, it has to be something that endures. When I lost weight the first time, I didn't want to be seen as the fat kid anymore. So I lose weight, leave high school, go to college. Nobody knows me. Guess what? I'm not the fat kid. No one knew me as the fat kid, so suddenly my motivation's gone. So it's no surprise that it was like halfway through freshman year I started to put weight back on. And it wasn't the freshman 15 because it didn't start right away. Um, it's just like I didn't have a reason anymore because it ended, you know, like whether it's beach season or your wedding or whatever, like lots of people lose weight for an event and then the event's over and then what happens? So it's got to be something that endures. And then the fourth thing I call out specifically is that it needs to be non-material. So it's about values, not about stuff and things. So the, the easiest way to illustrate that is like when people say a house or a home, there's a difference in what those words mean. One is the structure that you buy and you like reside in the other is where your family is you know where you raise a family where you live where your life exists it's 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 more about the experience and the values so i always try to separate things from values because it's, it's the values you're going to carry forward that will stop you in your tracks that are deep within you that are never going to end that's what your true motivation is and and for me it was thrown in my face but for all the people that i've coached you know they haven't had like a, a gun in your face kind of moment they've had They've had this self um, introspective kind of journey and we work through it and you pull it out and you keep asking why and you get deeper and deeper until you find the thing that really it's going to stick with you every single day. So you mentioned that these things like I feel like we live in a material world, but we're so obsessed with things like we need more. We need bigger houses. We need fancier cars. We need more money in our in our bank accounts. Meanwhile, the more things that we accumulate, the more miserable we are. Totally. So, so here in this in this regard, how do we find things that are of more value and mean are more meaningful than just accumulating? Yeah, I mean it, it's it's like people always say it's about experiences, and the reason why experiences matters because you haven't you, you have a feeling about them, you have memories created about them. Sitting in a Ferrari, I'm sure it's beautiful. I'm sure I'm a car guy, like. I would love to drive a Ferrari, but that doesn't like that doesn't leave a map. I've had great cars that I completely loved at the time, but like I don't they don't mean anything to me right now. They're gone. That's it. Whereas like when my family took a trip to Disney, that was our first vacation ever because of my wife's health. Like that was a really big deal for us. We don't go away. Um, and there's a ton of planning and logistics and like we had to have a kitchen because she can only eat certain things and 
there's a lot to that, but that was unbelievable. And that was a few years ago. And I'm still like, we're still on a high from that. We saw some, I don't know, some reference to Disney the other day and we're all like, oh, you know, and it's not like, look, Disney's not cheap. It's very materialistic. It's not a, I'm not saying it's like a purely, um, you know, values driven place to go, but it's like, it was about our family experience there. And that seeing that firsthand difference, that's what means something to me. And that's what reinforces it's not the stuff. I just want to mention Complete Truth Protein here once again before I let you go. This is a protein supplement we designed ourselves made with quinoa and hemp seeds, also maca and stevia. We have two different types of products. They both have tons of health benefits. You can bake the original bag you can bake with. It's perfect for gluten-free flour. If you're celiac or gluten intolerant, we have tons of recipes on trueformlife.com which include raw protein balls. People absolutely love these ones. We have pancakes, cookies, muffins, all healthy, all clean ingredients. Dorothy puts these together for us on a weekly basis. So if you head over to trueformlife.com, head over to the recipe section. We have all kinds of recipes on how you can use Complete Truth Protein. It's also a vegan and raw product. So if you have any intolerances or if you have any issues with digestion, this will definitely help you out. Once again, that's trueformlife.com slash Complete Truth Protein. So creating more experiences as, as opposed to more, what would you say, a, a, accumulations? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the whole minimalist movement. Like, that's the whole point of it is stop having things and have experiences and, and have a full life. A full life is not full of junk. Brian, tell me about breaking patterns. Like, I'm a big pattern person of like habitual habits. I feel like there's ways to success, the things that we do over and over again. How yeah. can people break the, the pattern of struggle to find success? So one of the the key things to that is, well, there's two things. The first is self-love. Um, the second is mindfulness. And around self-love, um, that's something I think, you know, as much as we're saying like accumulation materialism, that's uh, the lack of self-love in society is, is a real problem. And I'll tell you, every single person that I work with on a, a coaching basis, this is like at least half the time we spend is on them getting to value themselves more. And I think that stands in the way of pretty much anything else you want to achieve. So um, there's a little exercise to do that people think has got a funny name, but it's stop the butt. And I don't mean your rear end. I mean, B-U-T. Um, if you just think about one little way to make a change in how you view yourself, it's how do you take a compliment? And like the example I always give is having someone over for dinner and they compliment you on the food. It's like, Oh, you know, dinner was really good. Oh, thanks. But I burnt the chicken or I overcooked this or I undercooked that or under, it's like, you can't just say thanks. You have to say thanks, but, and then you dismiss it or you self deprecate or, you know, you put it down and, and it's not just, you know, about food. It's like anything we do, we're constantly not taking compliments, making jokes at our own expense, or we get in these little battles, especially at work about who worked later, whose boss is worse, who slept less you know, whose kids are more, and it's like the winner is the person who's worse off. Like, where, where did that come from? Right. So I just tell people like, as soon as that negative thought or, you know, that word, but comes into your mind, stop, just say, thank you. Or if you can't do that, just say like, I'm so glad you liked it. Cause you can at least be happy for their happiness. And no one's going to be like, wow, what an egotist. I told them the cookies were really good and they didn't even put themselves down. Like some people like, you know, I don't want to be seen as egotistical. It's like, dude, it has nothing to do with egotism. It's not like it doesn't make you not humble. You can just say thank you. You can be appreciative. That's a good thing. You don't have to be less of a person in the process. 
So allowing for yourself to be good enough and to be deserving of better things, that's step one. And that's self-love to me. And without that, nothing else matters. So is that something that we need to continually remind ourselves what sit yeah. ourselves about? Yeah, because we're, 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 we're breaking habits on that because that is not what society is about. Um, so yeah, you, you got to practice it on an everyday basis. And, and that goes for me too. You know, it's not like I've done all this work and put out a book. So I'm good now. Like I'm, we're all a work in progress and that's totally fine. So yeah, this is an everyday habit breaking and because society is reinforcing a different behavior, you do need to keep this work up. Yeah. You can tell so much about listening to someone talk about themselves. Like you can, you could have a conversation with someone and they'll talk about other people and maybe they talk about them wonderfully. Yeah. But then when they refer to themselves, like we, we put ourselves down in every sentence, <laughs> which means we put ourselves down in every thought. And then we, yeah. we don't have that self love. We don't have any of that internal confidence that, that is a positive. Like it can be a good thing, but we're so afraid of people thinking that we, think too much of ourselves or that we're yeah. too successful maybe yeah that's exactly right and look some people get weirded out by the word self-love that's fine call it something different if you want like i don't care <laughs> but you gotta have it and so yeah stop the butt is just a nice little way to be aware of at least some of it and the more you do in a positive direction the more you you'll do positively it, it will build on itself and finding people like for me i think environment means a lot like fi finding people supportive yeah. people and those people that speak higher of themselves. And I don't mean to go and find the highest confidence club. I'm, I'm just talking about people that expect a bit more from themselves and, and use different words because words really make a big, di big difference in our lives. Yeah. An easy test is look for someone who's happy when they, they do something good or like if they, they, maybe it's not achieving something, just like did something good for someone else. And if that seems to make them happy, that's a good sign you're dealing with the right kind of person. Brian, just before we wrap things up here, give us a chance to find out more details about where we can get your products, what you're doing in the future, or anything else you'd like to share with us. Yeah, so I have um, put together a little page for your listeners with um, with a discount on my book. But if they go to brianfalchuk.com, it's B-R-Y-A-N-F-A-L-C-H-U-K.com slash explore, you can find out more about my coaching. You can get my book. And normally getting a signed copy is extra because I, I personalize it. I don't just write my name. But there's a discount code so you can get it at the regular price. You can also find out about my speaking. And then um, I have a little free exercise that just gets people started on that journey to try to figure out, you know, what what's really going on with them. Um, and you can get that there, too. It's called the Big Goal Exercise. But you can get all that at brianfelchuk.com slash explore just for your listeners. Um, and that's probably the easiest place to find out everything I've got going on. You can access my blog and uh, my TED Talks and some other stuff. Last question, Brian, before I let you go here. Besides your own book. <laughs> yeah what's your favorite book that you'd recommend um can i cheat and give you two uh, sure okay um one of them is just because it was a huge inspiration to me is finding ultra by rich roll um who's just an incredible incredible human being so i always recommend that um and i'm hoping that one day he hears me recommends it re recommending it and wants me on his podcast but <laughs> we'll keep working at that um the other one is uh it's it's actually an author and all of her books are just amazing but her name is Tubten chodron it's uh t-h-u-b T-E-N, and her last name is C-H-O-D-R-O-N. Um, she's a Buddhist monk, and she writes about Buddhism and, and teachings with it. Um, she's just incredible. Um, and the things that I've learned from her books are, are pretty 
mind blowing. Um, one is just Buddhism for beginners. It's a great starter one, but honestly, anything she's written, it's beautiful stuff. It's really easy to take in and it's changed my life significantly. Fantastic, Brian. Thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on the show, sharing your expertise with us and really sharing your time. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks so much, Drew. All right. That's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and sticking around till the end. I hope you enjoyed that interview. I hope Brian inspired you like he inspired me. You know, it's kind of crazy how some people just decide that as Brian describes, there's a turning point. There needs to be a turning point in your life. And that aha moment that so many people talk about. But for Brian, he made that decision to change his life. And he's explaining and and using himself as an example as you can change your life, too. So help you understand that there are things that we can do. There are action steps that we can take. And all it takes is some time. It takes some sacrifices and dedication to yourself because you deserve it. And as I talked about, the title of the show is Break the Cycle of Materialism. But there's so many different ways I could have titled the show. But I think we're so obsessed with the next car, the next house, the next paycheck, instead of finding what true happiness is, instead of finding what can really make a substantial difference in the quality of your life. And most of that material stuff has nothing to do with it, as we talked about in the show. But anyways, at any rate, I hope you enjoyed the show and I hope you got something out of it. Again, thank you so much for being here. And I want to thank Brian for coming on and sharing his expertise with us. More details are going up on exploringmindandbody.com. All his show notes are going there. If you missed out on any of the past shows, exploringmindandbody.com. We also have a free app you can download on any Apple device. Head over to the App Store, type in Exploring Mind and Body, and download our show. Take us with you wherever you go. We'd so much appreciate that. Don't forget to leave a review and rating as well. And I'm going to leave you with that. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.